Welcome to BimmerCast number 59. It is January 14th, 2012, but we're going to be actually bringing you a show that was recorded a couple days ago at the North American International Auto Show in Detroit. Todd and Matt were actually milling about in the BMW area, and they came across a very... uh, Happy to see them, and I think uh, sort of exhausted at the end of the day, Matthew Russell, who of course is the head of the M division at BMW North America, and I had a chance to sit down with with uh, Mr. Russell and talk about, of course, M, talk a little bit about a 3 Series, and talk about what he feels is the best car on the planet. Enjoy. show at 2012 in Detroit, and we've managed to get Matt Russell here. I'm, I'm going freeform here. We're not even using the real microphone, Matt. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put the real microphone down. Don't you? I pointed at you with the microphone, and you said me? That's how you get my attention. You just point a <laughs> mic at me, and my mouth starts flapping. That's awesome. That's awesome. Matt, how's it been this year with the uh, introduction of the Active Hybrid 3? The, the, we, we've seen the iConcepts before. I mean, they've been in L.A. and Tokyo, so that's not anything really new. But the real big news this year is the, the i3. And, um, Thank you. Does, does Matt really care and, about that? I know. It's any M news, really. Oh, Come on. M5. Well, you know, look, this is a three-series show. There's no question about it. And the, M- the M5 has started its world world uh, debut back in June, I guess, at the Nürburgring last last year. And since it's been shown at Pebble Beach and Indianapolis, and it's been the Los Angeles Auto Show and Frankfurt, and now it's here. Uh, but we have the uh, this is a three-series show, and so we have the new uh, three-series in all of its different forms, including the uh, M Sport, the uh, F30 M Sport. So that's down there in uh, in blue, and, a, and I'm a blue car guy. You either are or you are not, and I am. So it's really good to see that. So you like the Laguna Seca blue that is in the history of uh, M. I love Laguna Seca blue. I, I don't know. I don't see what the problem is with it. It's the same color as the blue in the Roundel badge. I, I love it. I love it too. A good friend of mine has a uh, M Coupe with uh, it's Laguna Seca blue. Oh, it is fantastic yes. looking car. It's commute in uh, last night I saw a Laguna Seca Blue with a carbon fiber hood trunk lid and aftermarket exhaust and Altiza taillights. Yeah, they should have painted it all blue. All more more blue. Yeah, right. paint your carbon fiber, people. Even if it's just one coat of paint so you can still see the wave <laughs> through it. Like this laptop, this should be painted right here. It's car- got a carbon fiber case on it. Nobody can see that, but you put one coat of paint on it. He's pointing to my uh, my MacBook Pro with the carbon fiber top. So. Yeah, show some class, people. Now, of course, I say that, and the M3 has a raw you know, carbon fiber roof on it, and, and the M6 did as well. So, right. look, there's I think raw carbon fiber has its place, but uh, in moderation. You brought it up, M6. The what? <laughs> M who? No, no, of course there's an M6, and we're really excited about it. We just can't talk about it yet. We can't say anything about it yet. But you've seen all the spy photos and videos. Right. And by the way, it's, if it's a photo or a video of a car with camouflage on it, it's not even that much of a spy photo or video. It's, right. it's just the car testing. Right, exactly. But, uh, we yeah, all know that. It's when you get a picture of our car that's uncamouflaged three months before it is ever seen or supposed to be seen. That's a spy photo. That's a genuine spy photo, successful spy photo. Exactly, exactly. Matt, what else you got here? 
I know. Gone flat that fast? No, I haven't gone flat that fast. But uh, we hit. We've been. Yeah, they're out. We drank them out. <laughs> we we really did. It's been a, a fantastic look here at, at, at everything that, that the BMW has to offer with the uh, the i three, the i eight. That's a great looking car. We've been over to many. We've interviewed everybody there. Um, what we're really disappointed in this year in in the BMW offerings is that now that there's the sport, there's the what, yeah, the modern, modern and luxury. And luxury? Yeah. Come on, what's what's up with? Uh, why can't we do a la carte anymore? Like, what if we oh, want I'm to sure, I'm sure you kind of can. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, Have you. you, you Oh, no, I haven't yet, but I haven't heard Michael's rant yet. But Apparently, you can't order sport seats on a base model. That's not sport packer on sport pack. You can't just put, I want a three series with sport seats and sport suspension. Apparently. Well, you know, for me, the short answer to that is we're, we're showing you the M Sport package here, and after you've seen it, why would you want anything else? But that's, that's true. Of course, that's from, the answer from the M guy. That's true. That's from yeah. Matt, the M guy. By the way, the steering wheel's phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. I love stuff like that. Yeah. It, it really is, and we uh, we interviewed uh, Rob Passaro, who I know also does apps for for BMW too, and we talked to him a little bit about the app developments for that. So I know there's a lot of new things coming on the horizon. This has been kind of, I, I don't want to say anticlimactic show because we've really seen everything that's here. But the real news was the uh, the three series hybrid this year and the M5, of course, which is. Uh, but had a, you guys seen the F30 already in person before? No, no. Okay, so that's something you haven't seen, yeah. right? And it's a whole bunch of them we brought. What do we bring? Seven or eight of them yeah, out here? There's <laughs> yeah. one that's open. There's two. There's three down on the floor. There's the four up on, up on the, the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like 20 feet in the air. You kind of want to see, okay, this is what this in, this model line looks like. This is what the interior material. You want to see. They're on the wall. They will be in showrooms so soon that you'll have time to do all of that. Yeah, that doesn't give us a lot of content. I know. Man. Well, we'll, we'll get the configurator up, and you guys can just build until your heart's content. That, that, that's fantastic. What else do you want to tout that's here besides the M5? You is the M guy, oh, anyway. the X5M here, of course. My favorite vehicle in the whole world, besides the M5. Really? And you say that with a straight look on your face. I mean it. I've, I have probably, I've had uh, one X5M company car and three X6M company cars, and um, they're my favorite vehicles in the world. I mean, you can attack with them year-round. You can do anything, and you can see farther than you can in any, any exotic supercar, and yet you're still, you have exotic supercar performance from this big SAV that can tow 6,000-plus pounds. There's nothing like it in the whole world. There's really nothing like it. So seriously, we just heard that from Matt Russell, that uh, the X5M is his favorite car in the line. It, it really is. Well, well the, now that the 1M is gone. Let me tell you, the M5 is the finest car I've ever driven, and I've already logged uh, 3,400 miles on the six-speed manual version, and right. I'm truly in love. It, it drives like a 200% like a scale one-series M Coupe, right. only it shrinks around you, which is amazing. And um, it, the, the M5 is the fastest, and it is the best car I've ever driven in my life. I'm, I'm absolutely in love with it. The control harmony on the six-speed manual has two years of development behind it, and it is staggering how good it is. And yeah, and the um, and the uh, uh, yeah, the X5M is is probably technically. Um, almost as good. I mean, it has the same type of development behind it, but it's, it's an SAV. Let's face it. The M5 is a is a is the original sports sedan, and it um, it just fits me. The, the M5 is the car that if I had to go out and buy one one M car tomorrow, if I could, I'd go order myself an M5, probably in frozen silver. Because you can't have the one M anymore because that was so limited. And how many how many uh, outlets named the 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 one M car of the year last year? Richard Hammond did it, just it, the right amount. Yeah, just, just the, the right, right amount. amount. Yeah, well, you know, um, you, th- that car. Uh, does Motor Trend get a callback anymore? 
Sure. Sure. Yeah. No. no <laughs> you put me on the spot. Yeah. Everyone gets a call back. The um, you know the one series M coupe. We built that car for a fringe of customers, right? I mean, it, it wasn't built for everyone. It wasn't built for the middle of the road three series or BMW customer, I should say. Um, it was built for a small population of people. That's why it had a mandatory manual transmission, only three colors, only one interior, no moonroof available. It was built uh, to uh, only 19-inch summer tires. This car is very, very specific, and um, we would be doing those customers and those enthusiasts a disservice by building that car for much longer for the U.S. Well, and, and I think that's the ultimate question is, are we going to see anything like that ever again? I would say that the success of the car and the excitement around the car has been duly noted by colleagues here and abroad, and uh, it's way too early to talk about a successor product, but... Um, but I'm very, very hopeful. And, you know, uh, I know that was kind of Kai Segler's baby, baby when he was ahead of M. And we interviewed him earlier today and basically asked him, it's like, listen, you were at Mini, you had the GP, that was your, like, you know, swan song there. Now you're back at Mini, you had the, the 1M with M. What's your, what, what, what's your triple crown here? Yeah, what's your triple crown here? And I think he alluded to us that he's going to do another GP. But that begged the question for, for BMW and the M division now is um, can we see something like that, you know, hopefully in the future? So we're crossing our fingers that with the success of it and how the sales success, I mean, they sold out completely. It became so limited one year of production. I mean, it was even... Ten, ten months of production for ten, the U.S. Yeah, that's the thing. How many, uh, how many of them basically sold in the U.S.? No, it Do you wasn't, know? It was, yeah, 740 built for the U.S. Yeah. Okay. It was not, um, it was not even ten, 10 months of production. It was less than that. It was from March production through, through the end of October. Yeah. Right, right. So that, uh, that's one of the most sought-after BMWs in recent history anyway. So we're just crossing our fingers that yeah. something like well, that happens I mean, again. It really is to a certain populace of our buyers. And, and it's um, it's not technically quite as good as an M3. The M3 is the icon and it right. has far more development I- invested in it. And it's, it's a better overall car. But the 1M is playful. And I think that that really... Uh, it's playful below 80 miles per hour, where Americans are restricted to most of the time. And right. I think that that really resonated with the American enthusiast buyer. They le- they love that uh, harmonic playfulness that you get uh, with this car. So, well, did you read Richard Hammond's uh, description of it from uh, from Top Gear when he said it's the kind of car that it, it, it's like a, a dog that will like it, it, it's what did he say? It will tear your carpet up and crap on your floor, <laughs> but it's so amazing. You still love it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I also I, I also have equated the car to a to a playful dog uh, several times. So he must have been reading my stuff. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah <laughs> copyrighted by the hamster. But <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean it, it is a neat card. And 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 look to answer your question. Sure, Dr. Ziegler was the the champion for that car, and every project like that needs a champion. It's really really important. Um, so that's a crucial element. Uh, but the engineers know how to build a car like that. Right. No matter what, the M engineers. M is uh, almost 500 employees, three quarters of which are engineers, and these guys. I mean. They know how to build a car. Uh, if you just turn them loose and let them do what they like to do, you, you'll have successor-type cars to that car for all for the rest of time. I mean, they just they have it. They have the DNA. They know how to build a car like that. Well, and that's the hope for BMW enthusiasts worldwide. You know, is that you know that that's kind of in the spirit of it. Is they're they're going to continue to build cars that are fun to drive and that are just awesome and have that spirit. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't see how we can be BMW and not do that, right? And right. not build cars like that. Exactly. Exactly. Well, any finally parting thoughts for us? here? Anything we should be looking for in uh, in the M line here in North America? Oh, I've told you everything. Well, what if I not told you that you'd still like to know? I know, exactly. Alpina. What can I tell you about Alpina? Are we going to see anything more than a B7? I'd like to. Um, there's nothing to announce or, uh, at this point in time. Um, 
I like almost everything that they build. Uh, I love the fact that they can take a 3-series platform and make it this award-winning. Well, 3-series is a pretty good place to start, but they can make it this award-winning diesel, which has this amazing performance and yet this amazing efficiency. The, the D3 over there has continued to win awards. Um, I mean, diesels are hard to homologate for the U.S. because we have extremely uh, stringent homologation standards for oh, diesel. absolutely. Yeah, it's really, really difficult. But... Um, uh, to me, the sky's the limit with Alpina. It's, it's, um, there's more we could do on the 5 or the 7 platform. There's, there's probably some things we could do on the 6 series platform. Um, it's all a matter of figuring out what is the exact right product at the right time. Right. So um, I, I wouldn't rule anything out. That's probably the quick answer for you on Alpina. Okay. And I certainly am an enthusiast of the brand. Very good, very good. Well, hey, Matt, thanks for the impromptu interview here. We really appreciate it. It's good to see you again. We always love seeing you here. Thanks for grabbing me, guys. Always a lot of fun. Absolutely. Cheers. Thank you.